Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Miss Cynthia Bailey. Hello. Hi, 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 you guys. What is going on today, Cynthia? How are you? Where are you? What's going on? Okay. How am I? I'm amazing. Where am I? I'm in Los Angeles, California. I'm actually in my daughter's apartment right now, hanging out with her. I just finished doing E pop, and uh, now I'm doing this with you. And then I'm headed to um, meet some friends for lunch at Soho House after this. You are busy, Cynthia. You are living the life. I want to talk all about E pop in a few minutes. I've got a lot to say. But before we get there, Ultimate Girls Trip. It is here. Yes. It is moving on. The fans have spoken. People love this show. So yes. when so when you get a call, you know, to go to Turks and Caicos for an all expenses paid trip with a bunch of women, like what is your initial reaction? Like, were you initially excited? Uh, my initial reaction was, what time is the plane leave? Yes, all in. Um, I was like super excited to get the call. I was really, really even more excited to be a part of the first girls trip. So that was, you know, pretty cool to, you know, be a part of kicking it off for everyone else that is coming behind us now. So it was, it was good. And I think this is something the fans have wanted forever. Even not even just the fans, like even, you know, the housewives, we've wanted this forever. You know, we've always wanted to know, you know, we've always been curious to know what it would be like if we mixed it up and it was different housewives from different franchises. So, you know, this is, thank you. Thank you, Peacock. And thank you, Bravo. Well, it's like you say, you know, we all talk about these OGs and there's so much, you know, 
conversation about that. Teresa lovelyly pointed out that Melissa's not an OG, but when we go back to specifically girls trip and we talk about OG, Cynthia, you are an OG of girls trip forever to your Listen, listen, you know, it's like, you know, it's interesting what people define as an OG. It's an OG, someone who did one season, but was at the beginning of the franchise, you know, the start of it. Or is an OG someone who has stood the test of time, like 11 long years like I did? I'm just saying, I think it's more, you know, how long you were able to consistently be on a show as a consistent peach holder, never going back and forth as a friend, like holding that piece of fruit, diamond, or whatever it is you're holding, you know, from whatever franchise, consistently straight for over a decade. That's OG. I agree. I was just going to say 11 years ain't just a fluke and you just fall off the turnip <laughs> truck and you get lucky. I mean, that's no. some of our classic housewives Ooh. are like five years. So like 11 is really. Yeah. Did yeah, you I feel like I should get some kind of award, like, like honestly, and to be able to do it with, you know, integrity and grace and still have a brand intact and, and actually enjoy it. Like be able to look, back on it with, you know, fun memories, you know what I'm saying? And be able to parlay that opportunity into a whole nother career. That's, that's when you really win. Well, it doesn't always work out that way. I've said this, listen, I've had Mike Hill here twice. I've said to him both times, and I do say this all the time about you, you know, was that a conscious decision? Because, and I do want to get into your new career, like a little bit later, like you do have this new career because you retained your dignity and your grace. Lots of our housewives, look, the fans call for it. They want you to go to the mat. That's great, mm-hmm. but there's no career after there isn't. I've said it before. Right. You can't go on access Hollywood and Epo- daily pop and have a real career. You just can't, it's not going to work. So like, well, was that a conscious decision or that's just who Cynthia Bailey is? Well, yeah, it was the only decision because, you know, when you sign up to do a reality show, for me, my only choice was to just be me on the show. Whether you loved me, whether you hated me, whether you thought I was the most exciting or the most boring, whatever it is, all I could do was give you Cynthia Bailey. And that's all I did. And I was super transparent. I was super honest. I was vulnerable. I was, you know, amazing. I was, I did dumb stuff. Like, I I really honestly, went through the process and I did it all with complete transparency. And I think people have to respect that. Like you really want to see what it is. Like I don't play Cynthia Bailey. I am Cynthia Bailey. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that I do or nothing that I did on housewives. Uh, I don't drive a car on housewives that I wouldn't drive in real life. I don't live in a, in a, in a house that I would live in in real life. Uh, all the places I shopped on housewives, I shop in real life. There's nothing that I ever did for the show. Everything I did was really things that I would be doing anyway. And what do you think when you see other housewives, not just from Atlanta, you know, every franchise has people that do live in houses and do drive cars and do wear clothes that they don't really necessarily own. Well, you know, everyone's different to each his own. Like I'm not, I don't really care what everyone else does. To be honest, I just have to be true to myself and however you know, anyone else wants to make it work for them, then hey, if it's working for them, it's working for them. Did you think when you said you were excited for Turks and Caicos, like how fast could you get there? Did you think you were going on a nice, fun, happy, relaxing (laughs) girls trip? Like, did you really expect this? I did. 
I did. I did. I mean, I figured there would be some drama, but honestly, after coming from Atlanta and Atlanta being number one for so long and, you know, Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's real kind of cutthroat. Like they, they don't play over there. So I was, it's like, you know, I always, you know, say, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. If you can make the Atlanta Housewives, you can make it on any Housewife show. And, and I really stand by that because I think we really go for, well, I don't say myself personally, but a lot of the girls really go for the juggler. Like that's the show where the mistress is going to show up it, out of nowhere or just some crazy shady situation is going to happen. So I really looked at Tursen Keiko's like, well, this is going to be easy. <laughs> this is actually out of all the, you know, the free trips that I've been able to be a part of throughout the years as a housewife, I was like, I actually am going to actually enjoy my pina colada and actually see the beach this time. Like it just felt like a real, well, I thought it was going to be a real vacation. It was until it wasn't. It was until it wasn't, but it started pretty early on the plane with Ramona and Kenya. Like, were you shocked at how quickly it did start? Well, I thought we would at least get to Turks and Caicos before the drama started. No, so I was a little surprised that it kicked off before we could even take off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that did that did surprise me. And you know, for me, you know, my intentions was always very clear from the start of the trip. So all I wanted to make sure uh, happened before we took off was for me to, you know, give my little. Uh, cut into cord session uh, for Kenya. She was leaving her daughter for the first time and to just be supportive of her in, in that time. You know, she was going through a lot, divorce, leaving her baby. And, you know, I knew more about what she was really dealing with than any of the other ladies. So I wanted to try to make it easier for her. So anyway. That makes sense. Yeah. Did Kenya factor into your decision? Like, you know, like you were excited for a free trip, but like, did she, you know, going into it, just, you know, like you had to spend more time with her. You would have her there. You oh, wouldn't be not, alone. not really. To be honest, um, they had asked me about it months and months and months on end. So I had already knew, I had already known, excuse me, that I had wanted to go. And I wasn't sure who I was going to go with. I didn't know who they were talking about at that time, but um, I knew that I was going to go regardless. Did you know like who was going to be there once you said yes, like by the time you were going to the plane, like you knew everyone that was going to be yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, by the time, yeah, by that time we knew who, who was all on board to go. No who, pun intended. Who were you, like I know you know Luann before I'm from New York too, like who were you <laughs> most, ex- like most nervous to kind of be around just based on their reputation? Um, I guess I really wasn't that nervous to be around any of them because I've been around all of them, you know, just even for work purposes, if nothing else, like BravoCon and, you know, things like that. But uh, if I had to say I was nervous about someone, the only one I hadn't really spent any real time with was Ramona and, you know, her reputation precedes her. Like, you know, they, you know, it's all the stuff out there, like how she is and all that stuff. So I guess I would maybe be a little nervous about her, but not really. But I will say I was the most excited to get to know Teresa just because, you know, I'm watching her show. I'm like, ooh, okay. And then she's been through the most and she has overcome the most and survived the most. Like, I mean, we've been through a lot and we all have our drama and whatever, but nobody's survived, you know, survived jail and bounced back the way she did. And, you know what I mean? So we got yeah. some girls with, you know, Atlanta, we got some mug shots, but uh, none of them have actually 
serve time. So I really wanted to know what that was like for her because first of all, I love a comeback story and she came back like a motherfucker, okay? She is happy. <laughs> she is um, like successful, her books, like she just has all these, like she, her family's beautiful. Like she is the comeback queen. And, you know, we've all gone through our struggles and I just had to know how in the world were you able to deal with all of this and come back bigger and better than ever? It's true. I mean, it's a lot of people would just turn the other way and say like, goodbye, public eye. I want nothing to do with this. Uh, yeah. I mean, I went through a divorce on the show. I mean, I've gone through some things, definitely some friendships and all this stuff, but I've never gone through anything like that. And I, I honestly don't know how she did it. I, I can't imagine. And she got the guy. She's madly in love now. So. So happy. Like so happy. That's another reason that we connected, you know, Teresa kind of reminded me of my early stages with Mike. Like I was like, Mike, 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 hashtag chill. Mike, 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 I'm in so in love. Well, Teresa may have been worse. Okay. <laughs> All she talked about was blue. It was like, this was, I was like, is this what I was like? Yeah. Like it was so cute, but it, it really, I really connected with her because, you know, I'm a lover of love and, you know, my heart is, it is what it is. And when I'm, and I'm all in and I don't apologize for it. And she was just in heaven. Like she, you know, they were still very much in the honeymoon phase of the relationship. And now they get to go on a real honeymoon because now they're engaged and they're going to be married. Is that how it was off camera? Like when you weren't being filmed, like Teresa was Louie, Louie, Louie? Yeah. Uh, The phone, like, I don't even know how this night, there's probably tons of footage somewhere with her actually on the phone with him while we were filming. (laughs) Like they must've cut that out somehow. Because they were, they're very connected and very much in love. And I think it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I think, you know, all these women on the show, you know, most of the women on the show are very, you know, smart, driven, ambitious women, very successful. Um, But at the end of the day, we all want love. We all want a family. We all want a man. We all want to, you know, get laid. But, you know, we want like, we want that. We want that love. We want, we want that excitement about someone. So yeah. to be able to have it all, you know, the career, the success, the family, and a man that you just can't get on the phone with because you're just so in love with him, that is definitely the cherry on top. It's like the jackpot. Did you meet him? Like through like, I know you guys did a lot of yes. press. Yes, I did meet him and uh, look could- forward to many couples dates uh, with with the two of them, um, you know, I just told him, you know, I actually just met him when we had the premiere of Peacock out here in yeah. LA. And I was like, I just love how this lady is with you. Like, she's just so happy. Like, please, thank you. Thank you for making my friend um, smile every she five is. minutes because you're in her life. It's beautiful. I love it. She is. Well, you say Ramona's reputation precedes her, which it does. Mm-hmm. Was Ramona everything you heard about? Was she worse? I mean, I'm, we've all watched it as it goes on, but like, yeah. really, what was your thoughts? Like, okay, this is worse than she, I thought. She was. She, she was everything that um, everyone would think she would be like, and maybe a little bit more. Like, I think Ramona was probably... The one person I think everybody had a moment with, 
like I had a couple moments with her. And then after like a couple times, I was like, you know what? I got enough problems. At first I started off trying to kind of, you know, put her up on game and be like, hey girl, wrong road. You're going down the wrong road right now. Like we just started the trip. And then I ended up having some issues and I was like, look, you're on your own. I got to save myself now. <laughs> There's only so much you could do, right? Yes. Was there one thing that Ramona did that you were just that shocked you the most? Uh, no, there was a lot of things that she did that shocked me the most. I think the first shock was just seeing her butt naked first day. Like when she, you know, claimed her room and jumped in the shower. I was like, oh, okay. So that was surprising. Uh, I'm used to seeing naked women, but I just didn't, you know, think so soon. I thought, you know, I could have at least a cocktail first before I, you know, before she showed her ass, literally, so. Well, you say like Atlanta, and I agree with you, is probably one of the toughest. It's the toughest to survive on because you guys don't play. But like Luann gets naked too. Like I'm from New York City. Like what is in the water in New York that all our girls are just (laughs) taking off their clothes on the girls' trip? Right. I know. Well, I've always, I know, um, you know, I've always looked at Luann as like, she just reminds me of a very European culture kind of woman. Like, you know, they're very free with their bodies. And Luann has a banging body. So if I had her body, I would walk around naked too. Um, but she's like, a, you know, Luann is like a, a very, like almost bohemian. She's, you know, chill. So she just, you know, whatever. Like she just shows whatever it is. She doesn't care. It doesn't, it's not, it's actually not even that offensive coming from, from her because it's just coming from a place of, hey, this is my body. It's beautiful and why not show it, you know? Totally. Uh, I think with Ramona, Ramona seems a little bit more conservative um, at times. So I don't know. It was a little more surprising, you know, with her being as free as she was. But I thought it was beautiful because Ramona was one of the oldest ladies on the trip. And I'm probably like second to her. So I do love and respect that she was so confident and just celebrated her body. She looks damn good for her age. And you know, you can't take that away from her. So I love that she was like, hey, you know, whatever. Like, she could care less. She's like, and I think that's beautiful. Where do you fall in terms of, right? Because like Ramona's in her 60s. Like, where do you, because like we've seen in like these recent episodes, you know, like Melissa and Luann are saying like, you know, she has nothing to go home to. Like, we feel sorry for her. Is it like, you're a 60 year old woman, you know better. There's no excuse for this behavior. Like, mm-hmm. sorry. Or do you feel have that, oh, I could see why people have a passionate moment? Well, I think think two things happen when you get older. Either you are old enough to just know better and you do better, or you get to that point where you're old and you're like, I don't really give a shit. It is what it is. Like my grandmother, like (laughs) it was like, she didn't have to explain anything to anyone. She had earned her stripes, she had lived her life, and she did whatever she wanted to do. And if you didn't like it, then too bad. That's why you see old people a lot of times, like in their 70s. And like, you know, yeah, they, and just, they, ha- they have that glass of wine at like 10 a.m. They're like, why They have not? no filter. They're like, we're old, leave us alone. We, we have lived, we have seen a lot of things. We know a lot of things. This is it. This is who we are. Take us, take us or leave us. Take us or leave us. So maybe Ramona is just ahead of her time. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a combination of both. I think she, (laughs) well, 
I think she knows better, but I think Ramona understands reality TV as well. And I think, you know, I can't imagine she carries on like this all the time. Like that would really be concerning, but I think she knows how to put, to put a little exclamation point on it a little bit more when the cameras are going. And then I also think there's a part of her that really is like, hey, this is it, this is the way I'm, take it or leave it. Because I honestly don't think that she has an issue with how she behaves. Like I could go back and forth with Ramona and five minutes later, she's like, hey, do you want to have some wine? I'm like, wait, we just got into an argument. I'm still mad at you. Like I need, I need, like I'm not the one, if I get upset with you, I can't like have a margarita with, margarita with you five minutes later. Like I need to be upset, leave me alone. You go over there, I'll be over here. Maybe give me a couple of days. Like in Atlanta, when we get upset with each other or pissed off, we don't make up right away in the next five minutes. We, some, some people takes, it takes seasons for them <laughs> to actually come back together. So we process our anger. We take our time with uh, what I learned with some of the other franchises. They're like, you know, you go back and forth and then they're like, okay, who wants, who wants margaritas? And you're like, what is going on? Like, this is crazy. Like, where, where did they do that? Not in Atlanta. You're like, wait, aren't we supposed to be mad at each other here? <laughs> did you forget you just cussed me out? And now you think I'm gonna have a drink with you? No. Who shocked you the most to that point? Like, just, just in general, like from any franchise, like who were you the most shocked with just in terms of this whole trip? The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. The one thing I was born with is motion sickness. Cabs, cars, Ubers, boats. Oh my God, how do you think that is living in New York City, taking Ubers and cabs everywhere? I cannot tell you how Relief Band has changed my life. And did you know that one out of three Americans regularly suffer from nausea? I'm one of them. You guys have got to check out Relief Band. It is clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangover, 
morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. I got it because I get sick in Ubers and cabs, but sure, I use it for my hangover. You guys know I love to drink my martinis. Right now, they've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use code VELVET, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. Protein powders can be so intimidating, but the fact is we all need protein. The thing I love best about Ritual, besides the great taste, is the ease. It's a super flexible subscription service, and it's so easy to incorporate Ritual into your daily life. You just add water, shake, and sip. If you think I have any time between hosting this podcast and living life to worry about protein powders and health, I don't. Ritual makes it so simple. And you can choose from three thoughtful formulas when 20 grams of pea protein per serving. The Daily Shake 18, the Daily Shake 50, and the Daily Shake Pregnancy and Postpartum. I also love that Ritual is just the good stuff. There's no added sugar, no sugar alcohols, soy-free, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Ready to shake up your ritual? My listeners get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash velvet. Ritual even offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Visit ritual.com slash velvet today for 10% off your first three months. I have to tell you guys about an amazing new service I found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. I know. Amazing. Just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of paying hundreds you'd pay at a frame store, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use code VELVET to get an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, use promo code VELVET. Framebridge.com, promo code VELVET. My journey for learning a new language is going well, and that's because I have Babbel. I've chose to turn to Babbel to learn Italian, but you could learn up to 14 languages from Babbel. Spanish, French, Italian, German, and so on and so forth. Anyone who knows me knows that I've been to 55 countries, and Babbel comes in so handy when I'm traveling. Yes, I actually use the languages I learned from Babbel in other countries. The whole process is so addictive, fun, fast, and easy. The app is great. And it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code VELVETROPE. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code VELVETROPE. Babbel, the language for life. 
I've been sleeping so much better and that's because I have a Helix mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique, right? Listen, Helix has soft, medium, and firm mattresses. They have mattresses that are great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with an extra firm mattress and they even get into details like do you sleep on your side back stomach do you move around all night just go to helixsleep.com slash velvet take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life helix is offering up to two hundred dollars off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash velvet. That's helixsleep.com slash velvet. Go now for $200 off and two free pillows. I know we have a lot of fun here and talk about reality TV and all the drama, but at the end of the day, listen, what really matters in our lives is our relationships, especially those with significant others. In times like this more than ever, having someone you can trust and talk to is so important, but even the best relationships hit bumps in the road. That's why I find Talkspace so important. Talkspace therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist so you can clear up the confusion and focus on what matters most, being the best person and partner you can be. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I am not good at relationships. And Talkspace, listen, whether you're married for years or re-entering the dating scene or just trying to get comfortable with being single, talking to a therapist can really help. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at sign up. That's $100 off Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET. On Wondery's podcast, Even the Rich, co-hosts Brooke and Arisha share the stories behind some of the most famous and infamous celebrities in history, from Queen Madonna to Britney Spears to the Kardashians. And in an all-new season, they investigate the shocking kidnapping of heiress Patty Hearst. This show is part history, I've learned a lot about Patty Hearst that I didn't know, part comedy, part gossip, and completely fascinating. And if you want more Brooke and Arisha in your life, they're the perfect guides to give you your daily dose of celebrity gossip on Rich and Daily. Man, and we have a lot going on in the celebrity world. I mean, Britney versus Jamie Lynn uh, is literally, I didn't see this one coming and I cannot get enough. Brooke and Arisha cover it. And really, I love their new season of Rich and Daily, where they talk about the Patty Hearst case. Listen to Even the Rich, Patty Hearst, and Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Um, honestly, I think everyone except Atlanta, all the ladies except, you know, Kenya and I were like, like, we we just know how it works in Atlanta. And it was kind of refreshing and confusing for, for me to go at it and be cool five minutes later. Like, I'm like, oh, wow. And that's just how it is. I definitely saw that. You know, Kyle was the only, Kyle Richards was the only one from Beverly Hills. Um, she definitely seemed like she like, you know, say what she has to say and just let it go. Like, you know, that's one of the things that I actually learned from the trip is to not, maybe not hold on to things as long as I did, you know, 
because, you know, when uh, Cal and I had a moment, I just couldn't let it go. I was just like, and, you know, she's like, are we good? Are we good? Are we good? I was like, eh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, move around. And looking back, I'm like, I would have had so much more fun had I just let it go. Just like once she apologized for the third time, at least, I <laughs> could just let it go. But I was like, it was like, I could not let it go. And then at that point, it just was like, I had to try to figure out, you know, how to get out of that because it just, you know, it just affected my whole trip after that point. Were you shocked? Cause I mean, I wish I would say, you know, if I had to predict, I would say Kyle and you are the least two that I would expect any type oh, of for sure. friction between and, and in a million friends. years. Yeah. Kyle and I have friends in common. Kyle's a great time. Um, I've always liked Kyle, you know, kind of from afar and we had some great conversations. As a matter of fact, she gave me some amazing marriage advice. You know, her and Mauricio have been together for, for years, for a very long time. We have a beautiful family together. And one of the um, great pieces of advice that I took from her, and I actually apply it to my relationship with Mike, is she told me that the secret, well, one of the secrets or the biggest secret to her success with the husband is they don't hang out with single people. They only hang out with other married couples. You know what I'm saying? Like that's who, that's their social circle. And as simple as that, that, as simple as that sounds, I was like, wow, I never thought about that. And now since she shared that with me, you know, I shared, shared it with Mike and we do couples dates and nights all the time. Now we really have focused on hanging out with more people that are actually in relationships. And it's great because we learn a lot from other relationships. You know, Mike and I have only been married for a year. We've been together for like four or five years now, but only married one year when you're in and it's just great and educational at this point to just see how other people, other couples make it work, especially if they've been together for a really long time. So I am so grateful, you know, for that advice from Kyle, because it, it, it's really working for us. And, you know, we have a great time and, you know, we literally walk away from dinners and lunches like, okay, so we're not that bad because they're a mess. We feel better about ourselves. Oh, we learned something, you know? I never thought about it like that, but that is good advice. Is that good advice? Yeah, I never thought about that. But that makes logical sense. And right, especially if you could say, hey, we're not the crazy ones in this group. Exactly. And and then as a married couple, like if I'm always hanging out with my girlfriends, uh, Mike is always hanging out with his guy friends and, you know, his single, I mean, his single guy friends and my single girlfriends, you know, it's like, you know, I'm places with them that, you know, we're, you know, single people want to like attract men and vice versa. It gets, it, it, it gets a little, you know, it, it, get, it could cause trouble down the line if, if you're not secure in the relationship and if you guys aren't solid, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of that going down a slippery slope. That makes sense. And like, why, if you have each other, why put yourself in those situations anyway? Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, you and Kenya went into this like friends and I mean, you had some bumps Mm -hmm. in the road Mm -hmm. and then, you know, recently you admitted like, you know, Hey, like this is, you know, I, I, I admitted I was jealous. Right. I think we all like as a viewer kind of was looming, like you kind of figure that out. So, I mean, that's not an easy thing to admit. 
Oh, not at all. And, and honestly, it took me a while to even realize why I was feeling the way I was feeling, but it wasn't even so much. I was jealous of the fact that she was getting along with, you know, a lot of the ladies. It was the fact that I felt like in that process of her getting along with some of the ladies, because I got along with everybody too, for the most part, I felt like instead of pulling me into her situations with them, she was just kind of leaving me out. Whereas I'm very inclusive, like, hey, let's do this. Oh, come on, Kenya, let's go here. Oh, well, come on, Kenya. You know what I mean? That's just the kind of friend I am. But um, so I felt a little like, you know, as an empath, I just felt like uh, the energy was just not the same energy that I was giving out. You know, it was very clear how I started off the trip. Like, hey, I want you to have a good time and you have my support. You can have the master bedroom. I just want you to be comfortable. And I'm big on energy and I'm big on reciprocity. And I didn't feel like either was coming back to me as I was giving it out to her. And, you know, as someone who, you know, I was just really getting to know the other ladies outside of Luann, you know, I knew I had one friend going in and that was Kenya. You know, she's my friend on the show and off the show. And I love her. And be very clear, although the dynamic of the friendship has changed, you know, I still love her and I still root for her. She killed it on Dancing with the Stars. Like, you know, anytime she needed support with that, I was happy to do it. But I had to learn how to set healthy boundaries in my friendships and relationships. Um, you know, show people places that it does not make me feel good for them to go. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was a big takeaway for me from, from this trip was just really deciding how I wanted my friends to treat me because I can, you know, lay out the red carpet for you. But if you don't do the same for me in return, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But if you don't feel like that's part of your spirit house to do it back or even be supportive, then that doesn't work for me at this point <laughs> with that same love and reciprocity. And, you know, when it comes to energy, if I feel a certain kind of way, I never feel some kind of way if I'm getting love and, you know, being right. raised in a blaze of glory, I only feel some kind of way. It's like, wait, what's happening? You know? So that, 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 that was, that really hurt me because it's tough having, you know, friendships on this show. And I've been through, you know, I was really close with Nini, you know, years ago. And, you know, it, it hurts when the friendships you make through on this platform um, ends up being something that um, that is not healthy for you. Sucks because, you know, yeah, it just, it just sucks. And I really honestly, you know, I feel I, I would never want this show to break up anything of mine that I cared about, my marriage, my friends, or any of those things. But I do think that you have to be very, very um, strong and mindful of what you're getting out of the situation. Not just all, not just what you're giving, but what you're getting back. And that is all something you learned as a result of going on Girls Trip. 100%. About yourself. 100%. And your, so, and your relationship, like you said, it's changed with Kenya, but it's still your yeah, self For me, you know, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, for me, the love is still there. Um, I love her. I love Brooklyn. She's an amazing mom. Um, 
I've enjoyed having, you know, I've shared some amazing times with Kenya. And just because the dynamic of the friendship has changed and um, I don't focus on that friendship as much as I used to, doesn't mean the love that I love her any less. I just choose not to, uh, it's just not a, a huge focus for me anymore. And you're still happy that you went on girls trip. Like you don't have regrets just because of this. Like no, no, what one hundred percent? Like I said, we had an amazing time, and I learned a lot about myself on that trip. And I needed to go on that trip. Um, you know, at the time when I went on the trip, I wasn't. I hadn't made a decision about leaving housewives. So even though I had been thinking about it for a couple of years now, to be honest. So when I went on girls trip, I didn't know I was not going to go back to the show. So it kind of was like, it lined up kind of perfectly for me in terms of I left when I did decide to just not go back um, as a friend or anything to just, to just move on. Girls trip was starting to come, you know, then we started promoting girls trip. So it's like literally like, okay, I'm done with housewives, but hey, I'm over here with these housewives now. So it was kind of like a nice way to like, instead of cutting a cold turkey, I had God worked it out where I ended up just kind of rolling out on this show. And now after this one, then I think I'll be done for a while. (laughs) I was going to ask you that because like, you know, you seemed, you know, like you were, you said you were jealous, like, you know, like you had, like you were going through it there, like. Oh yeah, I mean, it, but that's normal. I mean, yeah. people, people get jealous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah, totally. Jealous of her, you know, being great. It was jealous because I felt excluded. That not for no other reason. Like, you know, even sense. on Atlanta, and in Atlanta, like even the the people that Kenya goes back and forth with, I'm always very instrumental in bringing her together with them. I'm the first one to say, hey you know, let me get you and Marlo together. Like, I, you guys should try to get together. I did it with Marlo. I did it with Nini. I mean, you can go on and on and on. So I'm fine with my friends having friends. I'm not like, oh my God, you only have to be friends with me. Like, no, it wasn't, that wasn't the situation. And if it came up that way, then uh, they need to watch it off in the beginning. Because yeah, no. I did not start that trip. I was happy-go-lucky when that trip started. And by the end of it, my energy changed because I felt like I wasn't getting the support from my friend. And I just felt some kind of way about it. And, you know, can nobody tell me how to feel? So it is what it is. And that's understandable. And you're honest about your feelings. No, but that was my question, too, of like, did you know in the back of your head, like, did this have anything to do with you not going back to Atlanta? But like you said, it seems like it wasn't like, you know, like, I didn't know if you were like going through all that while you were filming this. Not at all. I had already I had already been thinking about you know, transitioning off the show, you know, at some point. It's been 11 years. It it was time. It was not only time, it was the right time for me. And I was fortunate enough to do, be a part of Girls Trip, which kind of weaned me off of it a little bit. And then, you know, now it's like, even though I'm not, you know, Housewives of Atlanta shooting now, uh, I'm not a part of that but I'm still doing press for girls trips. So it's still just billboards of us all over the place. It still feels like I still feel connected. And honestly, I've been so busy since I left the show. I honestly hadn't had a lot of time to really think about the fact that I'm not on the show anymore, to be very honest with you. And that's, that's something I didn't expect. That really surprised me that, you know, the other opportunities would just, you know, come to me once, once, 
people realized that I was not, um, that I was available, you know? So that, that, that was, that's, that feels great. You are busy, but you know, I mean, there are the five stages of grief, you know, I mean, like you don't feel any loss at all. I mean, it was a really long run, you know, that you had on RHOA way longer than most housewives ever face. I mean, you really feel no sense of loss at all. Well, this really is the question now, isn't it, guys? We pick up right where we left off tomorrow. More with Cynthia Bailey, we talk about, I mean, she's going to answer this question and we talk about, really, are you really over, you know, RHOA? And, you know, we talk more about Girls Trip and really everything that she's doing now. I mean, is everyone watching Celebrity Big Brother? I mean, go Cynthia. We have Cynthia and Teddy in the house. So all of this resumes tomorrow when we get into it even more with the one and only Miss freaking Cynthia Bailey. Tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow. Stay tuned. More of this tomorrow. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at behind velvet rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the velvet rope on Apple podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.